I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cheese and pickle. Is what it should have sounded like on Saturday night, but no, no screen tests, not even a bar. I know. I maybe the expectations were too high. Too high? Are you kidding me? Yes, they were much too high. Anyway, let's not get down on 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 BBC's hundredth birthday week just yet. Welcome to Come Strictly Dancing. I am Julia Rayside and he is Joel Morris. And you've got a cold. I've got a bit of a cold. I'm in a great big hoodie and I'm trying not to be too disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, being, being, being snuggled up and watching the BBC kind of celebrate itself. Been a kind, kind of, of shame-faced, we've <laughs> We're been sorry. beaten up, bullied, broken. I really remember... Because uh, I'm sold, I would have. It would have been something like the BBC's fifth birthday or something when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, and it being a really big deal, of me videoing all the yeah. programs on the TV and and keeping the programs and watching them again and again. They were just so exciting. I think I can quote from them verbatim the interviews, Aww. and it felt like such a big deal. And now they're sort of slightly broken, slightly ashamed BBC. Yeah, and it shouldn't be because it's making this program that gets the nation together and makes I us all know. happy. It should be really proud of itself because it's dead. We got about three theme tunes, and they're going to vaporize the Lady Doctor, and that's it. Yeah, that's, that's all they're doing happen. for the whole of it. Just like yeah. that's it, sacrificing her. And three token <laughs> theme tunes. Good night. What are they going to do? They yeah, they do three theme tunes, and then they're going to in in order to stop the woke happening. They're going <laughs> to kill the, the 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 transitioning doctor, and that's it. <laughs> Just to make everyone in Middle England happy, and then the harvest will be good. Phew! Yeah. Thank goodness for that. Anyway, okay, strictly brilliant. Hundredth <sighs> anniversary, hundred years of. Craig Revel Horwood being celebrated. I just put the opening the opening routine, which they started off at Ali Pali, and I was quite hopeful um, outside the first BBC transmitter. I just wrote down at the end, kind of rather weakly, it was the full pudsy. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was like it was like half the effort they'd put into uh, kind of children in need, kind of montage. No, no. Also, I mean, I was I was sated later of my Ripon first, but there was no Angela Ripon. Yeah. In at the beginning at all, and, and then they thought it's almost like they remembered to bring her back because we, we're aware of this. We've we've had this theory before. The spirit of Strictly is Angela Ripon high kicking on Morecambe Wise. <laughs> that's all it's trying to do. Yeah, from all behind the, her newsreader desk. That's all it is. And that's all all the sketches on children in need and and, um, and current relief ever are. You want to watch a newsreader and they want to be unexpectedly good at dancing. That is all we're after. I had Explain to our and child. And it's who the Angela other Morecambe and Wise thing with the man newsreaders dressed as sailors. Doing it's Frank Boff dressed as a sailor. Yeah, it's, you want to see Eddie wearing 
doing a, a sharp cut with an acrobat. I don't even know who that is, but yes, I do. Yes, that's what you want. That's what the spirit <laughs> of it is. And they did, they conjured that a bit. So I wrote down, good, Morka and Wise, show the heritage, what okay. we're watching. And then all I wrote down was news readers and then no comment afterwards because none of them did a high kick and none of them no, were in spangles. they didn't, did they? They, they had a couple of... Um, so they basically danced around, was it 14 or 15 different studios? Yeah, it's a big logistical the exercise. Cannon. It was, it. yeah, jolly, and they'd obviously done it over oh, quite a long time. Do you know what it is? What? Shit. What? That's a huge logistical exercise and it wasn't in 1975 because of Television Centre. Ah, so So when they show places. this underwhelming thing now and you go, mm. oh, whatever... That's because that was really hard for different production companies and different studios out to Ealing into... T- oh, God, wherever and, the Antiques Roadshow was that week. And you're watching it going, oh, I've seen that. And you went, no, when you saw it before... Oh, you're right. That was all in the factory. And now making it without the factory they is really factory. hard. Oh, God, actually, that's quite that's depressing. On the other hand, CGI Hey Dougie at the end of it. That was good. You had a stick. Made me think of the stick song. Brilliant. And Pudsy playing a piano. Oh, yeah. Oh, bless him. Anyway. And that, who was the drummer? Was that the new director general? Someone like I that. I think anyway, so. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, no, he was, on, he was on It Takes Two this week. He's the guy who did the... Isn't he a weather presenter who did... Or a newsreader, a regional newsreader, and he, and he made a video of himself drumming along to the oh, that's who it is. the news and or weather. I, I can't remember. Now, I lied to our child. That was the director general. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, and he's the new director general <laughs> because why not? <laughs> it all looks so young. <laughs> I know, tiny child. Anyway, anyway, so we, yeah, so we so we sort of wished a happy hundredth birthday to the BBC, and then got on with the dancing, which of course was supposed to be. And wow. I'm trying not to repeat myself too much. Everyone, everyone dancing to a classic BBC theme tune, of which there have been many. So no trouble finding 11 theme tunes for them to dance to, correct? Yes, we're waiting for Ski Sunday. We're waiting for Bergerac. We're waiting for the Antiques Roadshow and Lovejoy. And we are waiting for Bone Kickers. (laughs) Bone Kickers. I mean, that's that's the least we can expect. Uh, we we didn't get many of those, did we? Let's face it. No, we didn't even get Captain Zepp. We certainly didn't get screen adventure tests, game. But... <laughs> Rubbish. I know. Do you know there are, this is what I mean. There are so many. We know uh, there's a, a brilliant band that our friend Rodri sometimes uh, at Helms called Dream Themes. Actually, he's moved out to the countryside now. So they've probably killed them off. And um, they would go around just touring venues, doing oh, we're doing weddings and stuff as well, just absolutely knocking uh, the roof off venues with yeah a kind of never-ending, relentlessly cheerful melody of TV theme tunes from yesteryear. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it's not like there weren't lots to choose from. They're not short of them. No. Ronnie Hazelhurst Estate, don't mind. It's fine. Yeah. Just do it. And I also have to Sorry. Say, Dance to before... sorry. Some <laughs> others do happen. Just do some others do happen. Just do it properly. I think we're just going to badly hum a lot of theme tunes <laughs> in this now and then not pay the royalties to any of the composers. No, um, and all I will say is, well, when we did get theme tunes, obviously... Those are the theme tunes that are we, we know them well. Grandstand, Blue Peter, they're, they're mm. ingrained in our in our DNA. Um, it turns out that something made in a studio with loads of production you can never quite replicate with yeah. a small live band, uh, no matter how good they are. And Dave Arch and his men and women are the best, but they still didn't quite manage to recreate many of the theme tunes they tried. And also, I'm not a trained musician, but one of the things that's very very good and hooky very hooky in a theme tune, mm. is to do things like weird time signatures, drop bars, things yeah. like that. That's what makes them catchy. 
which makes them really hard to dance Can't to. Can't dance to him. Yeah, a, a lot of theme tunes don't have the regular pulse, say, of Angels or The Bill. Ah, um, Angels and The Bill, of course. <laughs> Very regular pulse type theme tunes. <laughs> yes, I don't exactly. know what the hell I'm talking about. But yes, no, you're yeah. correct. But yeah, sometimes they're quite hard to dance to. So when they do rearrange them to make them danceable, you go, oh, it's not a theme tune. So it, it can't please everybody. No, you're absolutely correct. All right, come on, let's get on with the dancing. Bloody hell. So we started, I mean, in pretty good fashion with Helen and Gawker. Helen obviously reaching not very far back into her heritage to bring up a Charleston to the Blue Peter theme tune. Oh, yeah. Which was sort of Mike Oldfield it era. Was. It was the Mike Oldfield one. The, the, the piping, because then they could do it on a synth and that's easier. But to me, it sounded a little bit like a sad recorder in a school assembly on a Monday morning. Didn't remind you of the spectacular <laughs> uh, a location report from Simon Groom where he plays the Boron? I mean, it should have done because that's obviously it one of my favourite things ever. It did to me. <laughs> I was there watching Mike Oldfield play the bottom. <laughs> You're more of a Blue Peter and, and just generally old TV purist than me, but still. <laughs> I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, I think the routine was great, though. They reminded you beforehand, in case you've forgotten what Blue Peter presenters are made, yes. for, made of. She cycled to the South Pole. She walked to high wire over Battersea Power Station from chimney to chimney. She's made of extremely stern stuff. And it was almost a really nice way of underlining this week. You know, if you can't believe in yourself, for God's sake, woman, who yes. can? You are tough stuff. You are yeah. able to get through the toughest things. Um, this was the week she really needed to show because her body can do it. She needed to show that her mind could follow and that yeah. she could believe in herself. And I think they they were really pleased with her this week. They did sort of notice that her self-belief had definitely increased. It was a great start. I, I was right down, it was really charming, which is all you want from a Blue Peter one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought the, the, the prop work was amazing. They were doing things with balls, which is I hugely know. risky. They just didn't bounce off and could wreck the entire Some thing. Some people tried things with balls that did not work out and later this, in the show. And this with balls, great. Yeah. Uh, and the final thing where they pulled up the, the little make and they'd made the judges, that was really, really nice. I it loved it that. It wasn't Tracy Island. I want to know who made it because it was really, really, it was really cool. good. It was made by the ghost of Margaret Parnell. It was amazing because <laughs> it's Halloween so you can get ghosts to help. <laughs> next no, week, next week. It was really good. It was really good. I, th- I thought it was really charming and she was sensational. It was a really good start and I think in a funny sort of way I went, oh, this is all going to be brilliant. It made yeah. me think that all the dancers had come up a notch and the TV themes thing was going to work. It was a lovely start. It was a really gorgeous start and the judges were very happy with her. Shirley remained standing at the end of the dance and, and, and sort of paid tribute to her. All the judges said it was pretty much her best dance ever. And most of them gave her a nine, except for Craig, who gave her an eight. But it was her highest score of the, of the competition to date, 35 points. She did VV well. Yeah, she deserved it. I thought it was excellent. Hooray! Hooray for Helen! So uh, then we got the terms and conditions from Moira Stewart. But confusingly, while the Ski Sunday theme tune was playing behind her. Famous skier, Maura Stewart. I don't understand. Also, she's lovely but sort of humourless in a way that other older news readers perhaps yeah. might not have been. She but told me off okay. at an awards ceremony once. She told you off at an awards ceremony once. She was quite rude to my brother once and he was dying of cancer. So, right, you know, that's Maura Stewart. Between, between those two instances, I'm afraid she's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, I mean, I was really drunk at the awards ceremony. I did need to. You were off. probably being a knob, but yeah. my brother was just being nice. And yeah, uh, yeah anyway. she, was, she was a bit rude. <laughs> so, you know, obviously I have a very long memory. I won't forget her. I'll forgive her for that. <laughs> So anyway, Tyler and Diana next with their tango to Doctor Who. Now, first things first, the Doctor Who theme tune. If you get the gift of the Doctor Who theme tune, then you're going to win the episode. It's a banger. It's a guaranteed 
like sort of what's the word a floor filler yeah it's yeah a, i'm not a dj it's, you might be able to tell it's, it's a rave smash yeah it thank you very much bow select <laughs> oh jesus re-rewind that was last week re-regenerate yeah <laughs> although i will say last week i did then go on to see the sugar babes live in concert and they did um their cover of i bring you flowers if that's what it's called you're very hip and uh, by sweet female attitude thank you very much yeah. and good night and i and i told our child and uh, tried to act out some of how i was dancing to and, and they were so horrified that he died of shame yeah, they cringed um, but anyway, back to Tyler and Diane. So no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. There was no two-step this week. They were doing the tango to Doctor Who, and I don't know about you. She was a weeping angel. He was an, an unspecified doctor in a tailcoat. When he was on the scaffolding, long scarf, ready yes, to beat on Baker. Look the part. Exactly. There's a rule about how you dress as Doctor Who, and it's how you draw Doctor Who on the front of Viz when you're doing Doctor Who. And it looks correct. like Tom Baker. Yeah. That is it. All the other costumes completely forgotten. He is the only, do- only that Doctor. Is, that is how you draw. When Roger Melly dresses as Doctor Who, he dresses as, as Tom Baker. <laughs> so he's dressed as Tom Baker, and, you know, this is, and he turns up, and he's just in a, in a waistcoat. Turns out it's quite hard to dance in a scarf. You don't want to Isadora Duncan yourself when you're halfway across the floor, do you? I'm just saying, he's up against Hamza and Hamza is dancing with an actually, integral scarf every week. Actually, you're right. Screw him. Tyler, yeah. you've let yourself down. Make a shorter scarf for the end. Anyway, it's, it's, it's a tango. So, you know, um, it's got to have lots of intent and lots of power. And he does, he, he does, he's, he's one of those male dancers, um, most of male celebrities who does look like he's leading his partner around the floor whenever he's doing a ballroom with her, which is great because that's really hard to do if you're obviously being taught to dance by somebody yes. else then to look like you own it is, is act like the teacher is hard yeah um and shirley liked his postural lines so it was very good uh Motsy said he danced the transitions really well it was full of intention craig says something about his bottom sticking out um but that it was quite driven and stuff but i just didn't feel it i thought why am i watching a couple tango to doctor who one of them dressed as a weeping angel and i'm just sort of going here yeah it was really odd why we've had, we've had doctor who uh and the theme used before in Strictly, I remember very distinctly. Loads of times. Yeah, it gets and sometimes used, really well. And it gets, and it, but it's a really tricky one. It's the same thing. <clears> Bill Drummond said about the KLF when they wanted to do the Doctor Who theme. They found that there's only one beat that fit over it, which was yeah. the Glitter Band Glitter Beat. Hence the Doctor Who theme when, <laughs> yeah. they, when, the, when the Time Lords did it. It's not a regular dance. No. You've got to get exactly the right dance to go with it because it's got quite. It's in threes. It's, it's quite relentless. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of yeah. It's it's, it's got little odd counts in it, so it's a hard one to do. Mm. But I thought, and it was really strange. It felt really tense. Yeah, and obviously that's Doctor Who. It's horror, but I didn't enjoy it because it was so tense. It felt edgy. Well, Anton Tango was a bad match for it, I think. Yeah, Anton agreed with you. He said, and he was he, he couldn't articulate himself. This wasn't Anton's finest moment, but he was trying to say, or he rather did say, it, I just kept thinking you were going to cock it up at any moment, yeah, yeah. and I don't want to feel like that when I'm watching you dance. It, it was too tense. A lot of people tonight suffered from the kind of trying so hard they fuck it up yeah. thing. I think it's it's a really natural sort of um, early midpoint of the series where yeah. people are trying so hard not to go home yeah. that they over they over listen to the advice, they over straighten their neck yes. and end up leaning back, they over compensate by putting their weight too far forward. They're, they're, they're just, they slightly can't control themselves but all they know is they want to do this and they want to be here. The whole episode I thought felt very week <clears> one. <throat> That way that week one is where everyone is trying so hard and everyone's pushing. Yeah. And last week Without was incredibly relaxing, incredibly enjoyable. Last week was a weird freak. It doesn't normally happen. Yeah. Four weeks in, you don't normally get people pulling out their best stuff. It felt and a real this week dip. it had to dip, didn't it? It looked tense and it looked like everyone was struggling. Like the band was struggling to, to work with the music. Yeah. That the music was struggling to work with the choreography. That the dancers were struggling to, to do the things they were being asked to do. Yeah. And 
end to end, I kept writing down, oh, I was expecting to really enjoy that, but I couldn't relax. Yeah, I know what you mean. And this episode, I think they probably had to replace the eight paddles halfway through. They were so overused. Yeah, Every single eight. number. Uh, they got the wall of eight. I think this is a really common thing I've noticed. Around about sort of Halloween, this time in the run, um, people plateau because yeah, there's yeah. only so much you can do. And yeah. some people plateau and stay there. Some people have a little stall for a week and then they go on to better things, which obviously lots of them will do. Um, but yeah, all, all the eights for Tyler and Diane. Uh, also, they did mention, <laughs> I feel bad saying this now, he did fly all the way to Mauritius oh, and back to spend two and three quarter hours at his brother's wedding. Um and obviously, this is the first ballroom he's done since week one. He went up 10 points from that. So obviously, his ballroom hold and all that but stuff still, is better. still, was that worth it to wreck his family life? I really don't think it was. After a while, as with all television... I'd have like, faked COVID this week, I You think. just have to say after a while, it's just telly, take a week off. I know, go life and see your brother. On. But that's, that is a problem inherent in the television industry, is that people's personal lives really suffer. Yeah, and so does so does the planet with that carbon footprint. Right, not cool. <laughs> I'm just assuming he had to take a private jet. No, no I'm recording. Tardis. You just use Tardis. It's fine. <laughs> it's all fine. Nothing bad happens in Strictly. It's all fine. So now we move on to uh, Fleur and Vito's jive. This is the first. I'm folding my arms. I'm shaking my head of the night. Waterloo by ABBA is not a theme tune. I don't care if it's a nod to or a suggestion of. I will not have the promise of theme tunes and then be given ABBA. No. They should do it. They should be forced to do it to the Eurovision theme, the one that Katie Boyle is standing We know the Eurovision theme. Yeah. It's that. And I, the thing I love about theme tunes is they're all too short. Yeah. <laughs> and so most of the theme tunes they had to use were being so demanding, but it's true, most of the theme tunes they did use, they had to really spin them out because there wasn't <laughs> enough of them for a 90-second dance Yeah, I want, I want a, a, a middle-eight rap in each one of them, even yeah. the Eurovision theme. But yeah, it, this was a nice Norton intro. I like Graham Norton starting yeah. off. That was fun. That, was, uh, that I did enjoy. I did enjoy the things they were playing with the, the formatting. The framing stuff was good, yeah. Uh, with putting little sort of effects on the voices and getting guests presented. That, all lovely. Big, yeah. big fan of that. So obviously they dress Vito as, I don't know, one of the monkeys in a kind of hilarious 60s, kind of 70s curtain Oh, he was, uh, actually, our kid got this, he looked like He-Man. Oh, he did. <laughs> Prince Adam wig. Such a handsome man. Like, who did who did he piss off in the costume department this it's week? It's a bit like Sean Reynard as Quentin. <laughs> you ever seen Sean did. Reynard's avant-garde 70s oh, weird videos? Do look him up. They're He's very, brilliant. very funny and quite disturbing and will haunt your dreams. Yeah, but it was Quentin doing a dance. <laughs> it was lovely. <laughs> um, so it was a brilliant routine. It was really hard. It was really fast. She got her knees up to the required height. All of that business. Oh, she yeah. was. They were. Vito was drilling her during the week, trying to make sure that her knees were up to whack into his hand. He was. You know, the, the training looked pretty full on. Full and knees up, Mother Brown training thing. Absolutely, and she's got the stamina and the fitness yeah. to like barrel through this. But somehow, I didn't enjoy a single step of it, and I don't know why. Oh, you see, this is why I, do, I really enjoy this because I am. Maybe I'm just in a terrible mood. Well, no, because you weren't well. We're watching. The, we're watching this separately uh, because uh, you were just coughing too much. I really enjoy this. I've got to a point now where every week I'm looking forward to Fleur. She is absolutely oh, jetted up. Oh, last week? I mean, I'm just... She is jetted up. To, she's my favourite contestant. Oh, really? Okay. I really... I went, oh, I think I've tipped. I think I really like her. <laughs> okay. And because of that, and I was looking forward to her, and because, I don't know, it's helpful, because it was 
a piece of music. It wasn't a theme tune, yeah. but it had its own energy. It's a dance, a piece of dance music, yeah. so she could dance to it. I really enjoyed it. It felt like it had that, like, that energy of a drunk party. It yeah. did feel like, you know, I mean, those Mamma Mia films are awful, but the energy of them, <laughs> that the, everyone's at a karaoke bar. I know, everyone's, everyone's letting their hair down as they've brought their games in. The mums on the lash energy of it, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It felt like a little party, and I think but after two slightly... I thought Hannah was good and Tyler was tense. After two where I went, is this going to work? And I was angry about it not being a theme tune. I suddenly went, oh, good. At least I get to watch some dancing. Yeah, I liked it. Well, they, I mean, the judges were, again, there was a bit of a mixed bag. They, um, they, they, they did say, Craig said, we're being really picky now because you're so good and it's week five, blah, blah, blah. It was my job. He said um, it was boisterous. The timing went out a bit. Boisterous, she, that's the she word. did have a lot of energy. I think that's it. I think um, I like a jive that's kind of very staccato and clean and you can kind of see all the retractions yeah. and that's what that's when i think oh you just look like a professional and this one was kind of a bit spl- i mean she it was, was very full splashy, of energy it? but it was splashy af actually weirdly um, thinking back matt's jive was far more yeah. disciplined than this and no one was was relaxed watching matt it was disciplined but entirely lifeless like his whole body had been but the off. snap that was in matt's one i was suddenly thinking yeah. of the last jive i watched i went actually there was a snap that wasn't in this this was all flinging your hair around yeah i know what you mean Motsy said um that she was doing some chasses that could have been tighter so she was trying to find technical stuff i guess um but she said the difficulty was there veto had obviously given her a very difficult routine um, uh, there was lots of power in it, Shirley said, and her, her solo bits especially are great. She looks so confident, yeah. just kind of being dazzling on her own. Um, and but but Anton said at times he saw heavy footedness, and uh, but generally she's going in the right direction. So her scores were Craig seven, Motsy nine, Shirley nine. Sorry, Craig seven, Motsy eight, even Shirley nine, and Anton eight. And it just feels like. I think I got to this dance and thought, oh, it's going to be one of those slightly, I don't know, sticky weeks where people just seem to be hitting their head against yeah. the ceiling of progress. It did feel like that. It mm. did very much. So now we move on to um, James and Amy, who if there was a prize for uh, shamelessly trying to find a sob story where there is none, yeah. uh, he would win that this week. Um, and he danced to Julia's theme, thank you, from uh, EastEnders. So it's the kind of little... Um, melancholy refrain before the da 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 yeah. say if someone dies in EastEnders or someone gets in a taxi to Watford or you know that <laughs> thing um, so he was dancing to that uh, it, the best moment of the night obviously was um, that they got Craig to say get out of my pub yeah, that's very um, good. which he enjoyed and I enjoyed very much too and uh, it, it was just one long kind of attempt to tug on the heartstrings that I slightly resented from start to finish um, so the arrangement for this was well, I don't, I don't know exactly the if Julia's theme. They, they were obviously again expanding it a lot because yeah. they needed to, and they did put like a lovely energy change in there where it was kind of very romantic, kind of sway foxtrot or kind of American smooth almost, and then it went into more of a foxtrot with that kind of floor slightly spinny thing that they did when the when the, when the energy picked up. Um, it was it was kind of an entertaining dance. Um, that wobbly lamppost didn't make me feel confident. Oh, just honestly, I, was, I wrote down <laughs> his his confidence is increasing because he you couldn't tell he was worried about that wobbly no, lamppost. No, I know exactly. Heavier lamppost, please next time. Yeah, just or just don't it. do the lamppost. Um, that no one mentioned. There was an amazing through the legs bit. Was oh, no, no, it over. was really amazing. And all the judges went, uh, and he went, oh, I get really annoyed when someone who has been probably very very mid table puts in a thing that you go, that's beyond what I was expecting from It's them. a bit dazzling. And then they don't mention it. No, it must be really annoying for them because um, they were on It Takes Two on Friday 
um, and we were watching it. I was watching it with our kid, mm. and and it was clear he was wanting to say but couldn't say. And there's a really exciting bit in yeah. it where we kind of pull out a surprise, and then yeah, literally no one mentioning it. It just it did feel a bit. I did feel sorry for them because actually it was a good routine. I think it was a better routine than than the judges' comments did, and I think oh, it was way a, better. I think it was one of the better routines of the night. I did enjoy it, and it was and oh, wow, so, do you really think so? No, I think I think I mean he's really odd because he's so middle table. Yeah, and every time I watch him, I go actually you're better than I'm expecting. He's not mate. He's bottom table. He's only he's only ever just above um oh, and, what's his face Tony Adams. But that's he? what it feels like. Is it, he keeps getting bottom table results and he feels like a middle table performer. Yes, I know what you mean. And I think I, you say this a lot as the as the uh, standard improves over series. People who would have been who would have won series yeah. two are now languishing at the bottom of the table yeah. because everything the, the standards have gone up and people are expecting so much more because they've had so many dazzling celebs. On. Yeah, they were. So he was the one of uh, the one I think most of all who was trying so hard to improve and listen to what they'd said to him. So he was trying to elongate his, you know, his posture. And they said he went too far back, basically, and he was almost leaning back, which meant everything. Once your posture's out, all the steps become laboured and thumpy and stiff and lumpy. And, um, yeah, Craig said there was gapping as well. Um, Anton said there was a lot to like, but it needed neatening up. Shirley talked about it being the Royal... the I can't even speak today. The Rolls Royce of ballroom. Um, but that his his sort of postural line wasn't correct, yeah, so yeah. that it did, he couldn't really do the smooth gliding across the floor you'd expect from that. Um, and he, yeah, and Moxie talked about it being a dance of two parts, where it was almost American smooth and then yes. foxtrot. Um, but you know, I I think he's stretching. He's he's at the edge of what he can do. Yeah, and they're saying he's improving. And I, I, honest, I saw him. Oh, he's this not going to make another couple of weeks. I think. And, yeah. and it, I, you feel that he's sort of about to peak. I think so. If he's in the bottom two again next week, then he probably is going because mm. unless unless it's with Tony, obviously, because like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I think he more than peaked. I think the full Monty was his peak. <laughs> um, what I didn't like was, and um, I'm, I'm sure it was from the heart, but he kept, he kept on going on about how, and he did it on it takes two as well. Eastenders saved his life, and and then he went on to say what 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 Eastenders saved him from was like jobs, doing scaffolding, and anything he could to make ends meet. And if I was watching that, and I was a scaffolder or yeah. someone who was doing one of the other jobs, he said were beneath him, I'd be a bit like, oh, I'm glad Eastenders has saved you from my life. And, and also, <laughs> it's a little bit. Can't um, everyone eggy. say that about whatever? I mean, presumably yeah. you're doing the job that you like, and you've reached a certain age. You. Your job has, by definition, saved you from the job you were doing previously. Well, yeah, exactly. It just—it seemed a little bit, um, I don't know, not real peril. I used to deliver papers. And yeah. I never—I thought I'd deliver papers all my life. Now you were fourteen. <laughs> yeah, I was right. fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Uh, not a story. Not I, a story. I don't think you know. And maybe he was just looking something to kind of hook onto because he's worried about being low in the do table. You know what he needs to do? Talk to the story editors at EastEnders. Actually, that's Get true. something sensational. Someone in that in that cast is his dad. I killed, and and also he's killed his girlfriend. Yeah. Ashtray buried in Epping Forest and yeah. um, he's scared someone's going to find us so that's where the extra tension comes right. from right story editors get on it <laughs> get something for James anyway Craig gave him a 6 Motsy a 7 Shirley a 6 Anton a 7 so he was he was one from the bottom of the table because that's how good everyone is now bloody um, hell I know yeah you're right he needs a storyline and quickly so then we move on to I think this is my favourite dance of the night or my joint favourite actually uh, it was Ellie and Nikita doing uh, a Paso Doble to the well, the dance of the knights from uh, Prokofiev's Romeo and Juliet, of course, but uh, you'll know it as the uh, the apprentice theme, theme tune from Apprentice. <laughs> you heathens. Um, he got the knee pads out for this one because there was some brilliant. I think his choreography for this was absolutely 
brilliant. Yes, he is Loved doing it. amazing work with this. He can see what she's good at and, and she's really good, especially when she was mirroring him, the face-to-face shaping and kind of staccato arm stuff. She is as crisp as any celebrity I've seen. The she's stuff so she's showing good. off. Oh, my God. She shows off a bunch of stuff. She's, she's showing off things like uh, mirroring, so, she, so the dance moves are there. She's showing off performance because oh, the opening yeah, of this yeah, was yeah. just this astonishing laser-eyed performance. Yeah. And then she's showing off things like that she'd expect from a sports person, uh, strength yeah. and bravery and things Her like that. Her core is like a little rock. It's amazing. But it keeps surprising. I think because, and this is a terrible thing to say, she may have been seen as a novelty casting to go, oh, here's someone who would sports wouldn't... people always are early on, and certainly a sports person like a Paralympian. Exactly. It's like, well, there's things they can't what do. What can they and can't they do? And after a while, yeah. you go, nope, she can do all the things. No, no, she, brilliant. She, she is an extraordinary dancer, I think. Um, he got the knee pads out and he did, um, I wouldn't have known what it was called otherwise, but Shirley said a la passe on his knees. So that bit where you're kind of holding your partner, I won't describe this well, and then the male dancer kind of leans back and yeah. guides them round his head while holding their hands above his head, that kind of thing. It all looks very Latin and groovy. Um, he did that, but on his knees, on his knee pads, so that he could he could basically make up for the height differentiation. And it, but it just looked cool. It, it looked was really like an exciting, artistic it? decision. Um, and then when he did some of that stuff, like you know, when you're a female dancer and you're being spun, mm. and it kind of until you see them in rehearsal, you forget that they need to do very particular things with their body to look good being yeah. spun. They don't just go limp and yeah, yeah. And she just holds shapes. Her core is absolutely astonishing. There's something um, interesting going on with 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 her as a performer, and yeah. I think it's really empowering. Again, to come on as a Paralympian, as a as a disabled athlete, and say, look. My body is a different shape than other people's body. Mm. What can it do? And it's as exciting as... You know that moment where suddenly you realise someone's got amazing legs? The yeah, Ezra Ripon yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. And you go, oh, you're a weird... What where did those come you're going, from? <laughs> you're a weird shape. You're an unusual... You're not the same shape as me. You're not the same... And yet, look at the beauty that comes out of you, the you're different not, body you're not, shapes. certainly not a dancer's body. Yeah. But my God, the stuff she can do with her body is quite I, wonderful. The, the journey she's going on is so similar to the journey that have been done with other dancers where suddenly a dancer's motion comes out of a body you're not expecting. Yeah, It's exactly. basically Bill Bailey. <laughs> yeah, no, gen- genuinely, you're not expecting it. That's it. Um, Craig, Craig was unbelievably miserly this week and said that their lift right at the beginning where he lifted her down off the desk took too long. So in its class, an illegal lift. You can't lift Call in Paso. I know, exactly. So they were simply arrested and taken to prison. It's a real shame. Uh, by the women from the bill. Well, just the legs of the women from the bill. <laughs> do, do, do. I don't know what the theme tune to the bill is. Da, 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 yeah, da, da, that, yeah. that would be good that. for something. Uh, it wasn't and, the BBC though, was it? And they could just show just the feet. They literally could. The footwork was very good. Couldn't tell about the top <laughs> half. No, don't give a shit about the top half. Waving your it. arms about. That would have been a really interesting decision, but yeah, obviously yeah. not a BBC show. Um, uh, yeah, so illegal lift aside, uh, he was saying that her, her Spanish line needed to be more extreme. But I I think she was, I mean, yeah, she could have been more like 1% more dramatic or, uh, you know, when they're doing that real shaping with the head thrown back and the yeah, arms. Yeah. I, you know, absolutely. But she was great. There could always be a tiny bit more performance in anything because they're not, they're not professional dancers. But if you've ever seen Craig, I always really worry if you've ever seen Craig doing a little bit of a turn at the beginning of yeah. the show, he's so over the top and so exaggerated that I think some dancers probably look at him and go, all right, love, calm it down. Yeah, but by comparison... <laughs> Everyone could give 10% more because Craig's giving it for 100%. He's, he's really, the older he gets, the more he pushes it to try and look like he's still got it. Um, but anyway, especially after those hip replacements. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Shirley said she had laser vision. Um, 
uh, that um, that she, she she also was going to have to mop them down for the assisted lift, uh, but she loved the La Paz um, or the, or yeah. with Nikita on his knees and everything. It was really really good. Um, Anton said he was in it from start to finish, and um, Motsi said she was seriously impressed and she made it special. Um, then yeah, they, everyone got out the, the eight paddles um, except for Craig who gave them a six. Yes, which I think was just taking the piss. That was one of the best dancers of the night. Yeah, a very very again lots of. Uh, they've hit a, a, a plateau, a lot of them, and it's making the the the, the scoring very uh, disparate, spread in a very very weird way. And of course, maybe you're scoring them down because they didn't do the costumes we're expecting, which were either going to be <laughs> Alan Sugar and Karen Brady, of course, <laughs> or my personal favourite, Donald Trump and Katie Hopkins. <laughs> Ew! Oh, imagine that, and also imagine them the wrong way around, gender swapped, <laughs> Donald Trump and Katie Hopkins. Why? I don't know. It's nearly Halloween. That's my nightmares for the next couple of weeks. Thanks. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. And next we move on to Molly and Carlos, who did their couple's choice, which obviously was always going to be some kind of street dance because, you know, that's Urbans. what the younger couples always choose. Um, to the Grange Hill theme tune, which obviously Molly presumably won't remember because she's a zygote. Yes, exactly. And they, they visited Sylvia Young Theatre School from which she, she just graduated five minutes ago and met Sylvia Young herself, who I was pleased to see was still alive. That's nice. <laughs> yes. And um, obviously all, all the kids... And the kind of training montage, they said, like, we've come to show you our dance. They were all teeth, like every single one of them, so well trained. Like, sparkle, sparkle for the camera. You never knew who might be watching. Yeah. It's all, oh God, stage it's, school. It's not a good move, weirdly. And obviously, we know who went to Sylvia Young. It's a pretty good, broad thing. It's Amy yeah. Winehouse. It's a pretty wild spread of people. It's but not, it's, it's talented it's, people. It, but it's not all sorts of little <laughs> brief encounter children talking like that. No. Um it does a weird thing to your support for the person because it I suddenly know. makes it look like their training started you when they were seven. You come out of a seven. factory, exactly. And you go, oh, Which, of course, they don't do ballroom, no, but still. It's, it, it, but it, it's a really unfair training. thing. You kind of go, oh, hang on. I like the packages where it was obvious that you were, I don't know, a wildlife photographer yeah. or a footballer. But this goes, oh, this is a seamless transition from how you've been trained from... You've been to a sports camp. Yeah. You're, you're one of these sort of Russian dance bots. <laughs> well, you're definitely wearing a kind of performance wonder bra, aren't you? Yeah. You've already learned how to do that side of it. Now you're just concentrating on the step. It's basically. completely unfair because the number of people from EastEnders who've also done West End musicals... Yeah. It's, loads of people have other training. But I think, weirdly, it's an odd one to choose to do and say, this is your big story because it kind of makes her less 
likeable. I know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which is she, unfair because she's very likeable. Well, and as we saw this week, it didn't really seem to help her with the public. No. Um, so this routine ha- on paper had all the right things. It's it's a cheeky, kind of bouncy, loads of potential for tricks and yeah. crazy stuff, dance to a kind of really upbeat, catchy tune. And all I kept thinking is put the props down, stop picking up props, stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah. And they do this a lot on Strictly. They did it a lot with um, um, Bill and um, Oti. and Oti when they were dancing together. Yeah, they were always but playing they, a banjo, weren't they? Or, or picking a briefcase or an umbrella mm. or something or something. You know, and they managed to sell it out of this. It just frustrated me. There was like dinner trays in the school yeah. canteen and then there was school bags. And it's just like none of this looks... Like, can somebody just stand back and look at the routine and say, right, you're really talented. You need to do some big fuck off tricks here because this is what people are waiting to see from you. And and all the judges were like, yeah, it's not my favourite thing you've done. And it was, it was, you know, it, she did it well, but it just was the routine. What they didn't say, which they, they sort of it was written in between every line they were saying was, what the fuck? This routine could have been spectacular and you played it so boring and safe. It was weird because everything this week felt like... Because they added props to a lot <clears> of things. Yeah. Which make you go, well, I I don't like it because it makes me tense because I go, well, the prop could go wrong. You yeah. could drop it. And it's quite exciting occasionally to have a, like a, a hat and cane or something like that. But it's so easy on a live show for the prop to get dropped and it not be because uh, the dancer's shit. Yeah. So I start going, well, I can't see if you're a good dancer because I'm just obsessing about your lunch tray or your bag or the football. I, I hate it. It makes me whatever. so tense. It's, it's basically it's as annoying as the CGI. Yeah. It got, it's in the way. I can't quite see what's going on. And what it means is that with a dance like this, which I think I agree with the judges' comments, which felt safe, yeah. it also feels both safe and dangerous. I'm yeah, not enjoying it. So. I'd love to see someone do a safe dance where they were just spectacularly good at the things they're good at. But it's full of little sabotages. It's, it's not Carlos or whoever choreographed it. And it's not playing to her strengths. If you're as good at dancing as Molly is, and if you know, as, as yeah. if it's last week, that routine was insanely good. She's so, so capable. Why give her this routine? Which you'd give to, frankly, someone another 10, 20 years older than her. As a joke, yeah. You put, you put the lifts in. You, yeah. you when, when someone's at this level already, you give them the kind of really tough stuff to do because they're up to the challenge. Yeah. And she was let down by the routine. And I, you could see it in her eyes. All the judges were saying things about the routine and how it was safe and it wasn't that yeah. exciting to watch. It's like, it's not your fault, love. You should have been given something much more to get your teeth into. Did it remind you of Daz Sampson's Eurovision entry? That was <laughs> Do you know pro- what it really did? That was a problem for me as well, yeah. with all the school kids. That it, did. Should, it should have been when I grew up from Matilda, and actually it was much more Daz Sampson. Uh, yes, you're right. Oh, the cat's coming. There's a little There's a little cat. Come and do that to the microphone. It'll be adorable. <laughs> anyway, we've, had, we've had a meow. Uh, She's not going to do it to the microphone. Okay, lovely. Uh, but yes, I thought it was uh, annoyingly, uh, should have been great. They put a rap break in the middle of it when it should have been just say no. Oh, that God, would have been why? Perfect. Why? Come on, we're doing TV gags just carry on and then it's like Rethian because you're talking about drugs as well we could be educated right exactly there's so many missed opportunities Craig still clearly slightly losing his mind this week gave them a six everyone else the wall of eight okay then we go on to what probably would have been my other favourite dancer of the night and he is just a bankably wonderful dancer it turns out now I saw on um, where did I see it somewhere online there was a, a video interview with him where he was saying, because he lives in Scotland. No, that's right. He did a radio interview with this Kay is Hamza. Adams. This is Hamza. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Hamza and Yevita. Yes, good. They did a quick step to their, some some song or other that was apparently something to do with natural history, but I call bollocks. David Attenborough's hit single. <laughs> should from, have been David. Should have been Attenborough's hit single. That's what that's what this was. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't keep up with that, what Attenborough's up to anymore. Anyway, sorry, because my brain is slightly full of snot, so I can't keep a clear thought in my head. Um, Hamza went on Kay Adams' Radio Scotland show 
and talked about because I forgot he lives in Scotland. Yes, of course. And uh, while whilst living in Scotland, he has found a love of the Cayley dance. Oh, so he has danced before, but only in the sense that he found himself at some Scottish knees up because he's now a local. And someone said, "Oh, you need to come and learn the Gay Gordons and the whatever." Yeah. And so he's had a go and and realised for the first time living in Scotland, oh, I quite like this. He has no training. He has no formal. But but it's where he first realised, oh, I, it's why it wasn't like he came straight from a, a oh. Scottish forest and went, I'll try dancing. He knew he liked dancing and maybe word had got back to Strictly. Well, that's lovely. Because I mean, that, that's he likes you, to dance. Having done Kayleys, the things you get from a Kaylee is, is uh, you need to get, be confident yeah. and you need shitloads of stamina. You also so, need to be really drunk, I find. Yeah, maybe he's drunk. Yeah. That would be lovely if he was <laughs> really drunk. I think certainly to do your first one, you just need to yeah. be absolutely hammered and not mind being grabbed by a Scotsman and thrown around the room. Um, I can uh, really recommend this, the ones at Cecil Sharp House. If you're good. if you're, if you're you're in London and you suddenly have a yen to be hurled around a room by a Scotsman, let's face it, we've all had those <laughs> moments. Um, it's really, really good. You just get uh, three whiskeys hammered and then let someone have a go on you. It's marvellous. Bounce um, on a sprung floor. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're, we're diverting away from dance this was a really good dance so annoyingly okay the cgi budget had yet to be spent so they bears, had to have bears fuck loads of polar bears in an ice cave um we can allow them that because there wasn't really anything to tie this together to either hamza's job or the bbc it was a total mess apart from david attenborough's hit song apart from attenborough <laughs> on the decks do yeah, i think yeah. he dj'd <laughs> i don't think he sang he just produced he's um, like david ramjan rodigan he's like <laughs> unexpectedly sort of elderly british statesman who's huge in the dance hall community who knew Anyway, David Ram Jam Attenborough. They, they did a quick step to his uh, hit single, and um, it it was beautiful. He is it just it highlighted his natural ability to pick up and perfect a dance. And and y- Yavita was saying afterwards, no, no, he will take one little detail and just go at it for hours yeah. and hours to get it right. It looks, he, but he makes it look so easy. That's his ability. Um, they picked him up on one loss of balance, but otherwise it was just dreamy. Are you starting to take them for granted? Because I am. Uh, what, he, Hamza's yeah, dances? As, as in, as in, no, I'm, I'm, I'm still looking at him going, how, oh, how? I, I, suddenly, I got to the end of it and thought, that was wonderful. I went, oh, no, 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 that was wonderful. Um, no, what's no, no, lovely no, no. about him, and I think uh, this is what's starting to go, if, if we're going to say what was unenjoyable about this week with this, um, like them plateauing and hitting some, some yeah. much where there was tension, the things that are really, really flying for me are the relationships building yeah. and the people who have fi- who found their person and are now becoming a pair. And him and Javita are a total pair. Mm-hmm. I look at both of them equally. I love their relationship. It, they clearly have a total joy in each I other. Know. And I'm starting to enjoy them not as celebrities now, but as pairings. Yeah, I know what you rooting mean. For them, which happens, well, it's teams. You're now voting for teams, Yeah, I've you? got to know them because you know the dancers already very often. And some of them you didn't because I'm really, really like And the new ones Carlos that are coming and, through, that's... And, and Vita yeah, are lovely. yeah, yeah. But you, you, you've got your people, you, you like your Jeanettes and your, your Karens and people like that on the way through. Yeah. But when they start to bond and you go, oh, you're a lovely pairing, without all the curse of Strictly nonsense, I don't, I don't think anyone's banging this year. And even if they are, well, fair enough. Come on then. <laughs> so, yeah, I, maybe they are. I don't know. But probably only, only uh, they're probably banging, but are being watched in a hive don't from a distance. Don't get creepy. No, you're getting creepy By now. someone else on Let's camera. Let's not. Let's Chris not. Packham's watching them. <laughs> No, and it's natural. It's fine. Um, Taking photos. No, come on. <laughs> on a long lens. But, um, what I'm loving about them, I think as a pairing, they're brilliant. Um, yeah. And I'm really, really the, the joy of it. And they are just adorable. It's what Motsi said. She feels like she knows him. Yeah. But she doesn't know him. But he somehow makes himself vulnerable and knowable yeah. on the dance floor. There's something about his performance that invites yes. you in and says, hi, I'm Hamza and this is you. It's, it's, it's a very 
welcoming sight, him yeah. dancing. He does make it look really easy. That's what Shirley said. Um, and, and Anton just said, charming dancer. And um, yeah, apart from Craig picking out the one loss of balance there and telling him that his toes are turning still naturally a little bit in, um, he is a fantastic dancer. He got the joint top score of the night, three nines and an eight from old um, Misery Guts. Yeah. Uh, so equal top with Helen, which um, I thought was quite, quite apt. So now we move on to, <laughs> this is the one that threw me most on the night, Tango. To the casualty theme tune. So I was looking forward to it. It's a winner. That is a great combination. Also, it turns out the casualty theme tune is too short to dance to. So you <laughs> really have to spin that sucker out. Uh, Ellie and Johannes um, did this weird... See, I was I just wrote down that it was a terrible comic bit of business at the start. And then everyone said how much they loved it. So um, they had like um, a kind of a Rassassi Annie kind of plastic yeah. dummy under a sheet. And they talked about uh, how best to, to resuscitate this plastic dummy. Ha ha, how funny. And um, it, it just made me want to them to stop talking. I didn't like it. I, see, I, I thought this was this was a good bit because this was about... There's two things that can happen on, on TV Themes Week. Yeah. One is you can choose some absolute banger TV themes and everyone can go, wow, well, aren't TV themes amazing? I know. Another thing to do is make a joke out of it and say they're dancing something unlikely, like you were doing a sketch. You'd say, this was a good sketch joke, as in... And I love the fact that Ellie said, I did this with my, my, my sister yeah, as a kid. And yeah. you're like, oh, that's exactly what this should be. I think this was one of two or three moments at this evening that was the spirit of doing TV themes. It was. As in unlikely mashups will do for me. But then, they, so the tango is always a weird one because obviously when you get a comedian doing a tango, sometimes the most effective thing can be look at this funny person. It was yeah. definitely the, the case with Bill Bailey. Look at this funny person. Look how they're suddenly switching character, yeah. totally immersing themselves in this dance and doing something very serious. And she, and they kind of did do that with her, but they started off with her in her day job effectively um, I think they should just have picked one or the other. I, it's sort of slightly, um, I don't know. I, it, it was a weird gear change for them to do some strange, yeah. slightly subpar humour and then go into a totally stony-faced tango. It was weird. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted one or the other. I wanted them to carry on being silly or be really serious. Exactly. But I think you could probably, there probably is a way of doing a, a comedy tango. I liked it as a sketch. I think I think, I think think the what Bill's proven that there is mileage in the comedian taking themselves seriously. Yeah. This I was quite excited about. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Can we do the comedian? Can we make them just be funny? Yeah. And this and then Jade next was a really good example of get comedians on and let them do Saturday Night Entertainment. Right. It's the kind of thing, I, again, you're talking about the heritage of Morecambe and Wise. What's funny on Morecambe and Wise is they do the stripper and make breakfast. Yeah. They choose a piece of music that doesn't go with something. Yeah. And this felt Saturday Night Ellie. It, there would be a funny routine on a sketch show where someone does yeah. the casualty thing. Vic and Bob would do it. And I quite liked that <laughs> yeah. uh, about it. And I felt I felt quite comfortable with that and I enjoyed it. And and the other thing, let's just point out again, they are warming up, the two of them. I was Very worried much. at the beginning they were a little bit chilly with each other because they're both so nice. Yeah. And they are, again, I can see them. That little sketch. You get that team now, don't I went, you? I think they're enjoying messing about. And yeah, that, that I, I suppose liked. so. I suppose that does help, doesn't it? Um, Craig had a very odd reaction to it. He said he loved the opening, thought it was really funny, and then said he wasn't sure about the, and I quote, generic lobotomized version of the tango that they followed it with. Lobotomized, like that was a bit much, I thought. Is that the operation um, they were doing on the, they were doing a lobotomy? <laughs> they were doing a lobotomy, clearly. I thought that was a bit cruel. Um, I, don't, I just don't think he quite knew how to take it. Um, Shirley said her <laughs> left arm where she was in contact with Johannes was brilliant. Um, and uh, they remarked on her standing leg. So, like, uh, you know, oh, th- that neck, she was trying to get the, yeah, the yeah. tango neck right. She did uh, She did a lot right. She's definitely still improving, which is yes. great. To be in week five and to still be getting better 
is doing her a lot of favours. Also, she is just a pleasure to watch. Yeah. So it was it was not brilliant, but it was good. It was three sevens and Anton gave them an eight, um, which I think is kind of fair and a good solid score for this week. So now we move on to Jade and Karen, who actually, um, I noted, even uh, still on Sunday today, got Victoria Wood trending for the whole weekend. Wow. Because it was like a lovely way to remind people, if you could ever forget what a genius that woman was. Um, and she was dressed as her, uh, sort of in her 1980s stand-up guys, kind of sort of a, a splashy shirt and a kind of bowl-cut wig, the, yeah. the blonde straight bowl-cut. Um, she looked the part perfectly, and then Karen was sort of dressed in kind, really. Um, and they did a Charleston to the Ballad of Barry and Frieda's, you know, let's do it, let's yeah, yeah. do it. Uh, an absolutely brilliant song. It never gets old. It's just absolutely fantastic. Um, clearly another, we keep pointing out every time Jade gets a, a gig, it's like on Strictly, it's always like another iconic thing, another dream come true. Yes. It, she's been living her dreams on this show. It's a bit, I, I'm waiting, it's a bit Make-A-Wish Foundation. I'm worried that she's actually going to <laughs> no, die. Don't or say something. that. But I, she appears to be every week going, is this another thing you've always wanted to do? <laughs> like next week she's going to, I don't know, ki- I don't know a killer badger with her bare hands I've always wanted to do this so are you trying to pretend that she didn't get knocked out this week I'm trying to be nice about it mm, yeah no we're, we're going to have to face reality she has gone to live on a farm she's very happy there what about her dream to hunt a man across a wood <laughs> <laughs> with a crossbow what I, about Jade's other dreams I am slightly I am slightly <laughs> mourning the fact that she didn't get to do Halloween week because it would have been I'm guessing a hoot actually yes the, 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 the things that are yeah I think the great tragedy of people going out at all on this little run of dress-up weeks. Yeah, yeah. Is you always want to go, oh, can everyone just get to the end of dress-up? I know. Up? Can I mean, there be Bla- a little interregnum period where they don't go? Blackpool sod it. I mean, Blackpool's a big thing for the actual competition, but in yeah, terms of yeah. wanting to watch all the celebrities play with their characters, yeah. I want to see the whole cast yeah. get to Halloween week. And I yeah, know. it's gutting, because Jade, I think, would have absolutely smashed Halloween week. Actually, the woman wears a wig and a costume rather well. That, yes, that was her shtick. She's got a cabaret background. She's amazing. She it. is a performer, and she calls herself a former Adele drag act. She yeah. doesn't even sort of call it just a no. uh, a tribute. It was a drag act. Um, she's very good at sort of the big makeup and the big hair and the yeah. whole bit. Um, so anyway, she, yeah, she was doing this Charleston. Charleston, in one way, is brilliant for her because it's funny and kind yeah. of full of character. But in another way, I thought this week was the first week I noticed Karen doing a lot more. Yeah. And in the Charleston, sometimes one of the couple... Um, if it's a, if it's a mixed sex couple, is doing a lot of the kind of providing the foundations for yeah. some of the lifts and tricks. Um, but I thought it just in terms of what they said to her last week about when when you're about to lift someone, make sure you're dancing the transitions, yeah. dancing the gaps. And some of the times I did look at Karen more because she was doing a lot more interesting stuff, and Jade was sort of slightly less energetic. We're watching Saturday Night Entertainment, and yeah. this was Saturday Night Entertainment. It reminds you of what this show is, which would be there'd be songs and dances and things like that. It was stepping back in time a bit, wasn't it? It was lovely. Um, a lot of the uh, songs tonight really benefited. There were lyrics because it gave it more than... You suddenly realise that TV themes sometimes are a bit empty of content apart yeah. from theme. Uh, the stuff that had energy sometimes and an attack had words to it, and that was really helping. But then I suddenly slipped back into not enjoying the routine, not enjoying the song, yeah. all the great stuff, and went... And watch the dancing and went, ah, there are gaps. There yeah. are bits where, where Jade was waiting for Karen or waiting to pick her up. Which or, is just what they called her out on last week. Yeah, that thing of going, you're using a lot of energy and performance to cover up the fact that sometimes you're waiting. The thing is, when you've got the performance, I think you can use it to cover a lot. Especially, I think, stand-ups, you know, there's always like a... Yeah. They're very, um, what's the word? They're kind of 
or their stage persona, whatever is going on off stage, is confident and a bit sort of swaggery. Yeah. And a bit cool and a bit, um, if you come for me, I'll come straight back. And, and that's Jade on stage. Yeah. She is extremely commanding. And whatever's going on inside, you'd never know because she's just being cool. And sometimes that can lead to, I think, just in their minds, that kind of personality makes shortcuts and yeah. and just sort of and papers over the cracks with razzle dazzle because that's what they're good at. Yeah. But that it's never in, on strictly a replacement for technique. And if you're not getting it or if you're not able to produce it, then they they did they, the judges were starting to find that her performance was at ten. But the rest of it yeah. wasn't coming up as quickly as some of the other dancers. Which is and a shame because she's so she, again because she's she, wonderful to watch. She's been one of the iconic. But I wonder how much further her skills would have gone had she stayed in. I'm not sure how much further. I'm the the thing I said about Richie when Richie went out was I think that I wasn't looking forward to thinking. I wonder what Richie's going to do next week. No, no, and true. I think I've seen what Jay does, and I love it every week. And that but might I be unfair, but yeah, I think I agree with you. I wasn't going to suddenly see something surprising from her. I think, and maybe that's why people. Because effectively, what people are voting for, when it comes down to it, is who are you desperate to see again next week? I know. And maybe that's what happened. Well, that's it. I mean, Craig, uh, pretty pretty harsh tonight anyway, or, or sorry, pretty harsh on Saturday night. Um, this isn't like Strictly where we're pretending it's a different night. This is Sunday. I don't know why I said tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really am delirious with snot. Um, he said it was a bit thrown away and not very clean and it needed double the amount of energy. And I think that was perhaps a bit much. But um, But Shirley also talked about some of the arms being a bit thrown away and... You know, if when when people are disciplining their whole bodies in the way that some of these celebrities are now, you can't kind of plaster over the cracks yeah. with a big performance or some great, you know, some great sort of comic work. You've got to be up to the standards of everybody else. Um, it's week five, and they just Motsi agreed her dancing needed to develop more. Um, I I think I could have taken at least one more week from Jade. I am sad she went. Yeah, I'm gutted about missing Halloween week. But the second she was it was announced who she was in the dance off with, like she was toast. Yeah. Anyway, Craig gave her a six. Motsi and Shirley sevens. And Anton an eight, because obviously he does really appreciate the performance. She is great to watch. This is the first week I looked at Karen more than her, which is perhaps an indication Mm. that things weren't going to be as good as they had been. But I'm so glad she's been in the competition. I've loved watching her. Okay, so next we've got Will and Nancy, who did a Viennese waltz to the line of duty. They did the full kind of like uh, interrogation scene in the training beforehand, um, which I thought was really badly written again, and I wish they wouldn't do it. <laughs> um, he did. He put in a really good effort. I think that he got it. They were another victim of the wall of eights. They got eights from every judge. Um, and uh, it, it was, I mean, I like, I always like Nancy's choreography. I liked watching it. Um but I didn't, I wouldn't say there was anything marvellously memorable about it. I think he's sort of back to being a good, solid mid-table guy again. Yeah, he started out and there was a sensational, his arrival was so sensational. Everyone, what the hell? And he is just that good and that determined. Um, it was a masculine waltz, which I wrote down before the judges said it, Ooh. which I thought was really interesting. Because one of the things that happens when the when the waltz comes in, very often it's the most feminine and the most flowing Yes, dance. it had an edge, didn't and it? And it had, because it's a police drama, he's in it, he's an actor, he's a very, very masculine man. Yeah. They managed to give it sort of a bit of tango energy. And I really enjoyed that. I went, oh, this is new. Yeah. Halfway through, I went, oh, it's a waltz, because it was done with attack. And it's it really was. Good. Um, I'm annoyed the lanyards weren't loose. <laughs> there were lots of flailing lanyards maybe it's a high risk health and safety thing but if you're going to dance with lanyards let's have them flying around like Again, you said if Hamza can do it Hamza with his hair I'm reckoning I want to see the, I want to see the lanyards uh, behind like a like an Isadora Duncan scarf yeah, yeah, take yeah. the risk I liked how um, for, some, for some reason this week Shirley 
got quite vindictive, just quietly, <laughs> with a couple of seemingly throwaway remarks that were actually a bit sort of like a, like a dagger in the ribs. Um, she said, obviously, she gave him an eight, but she said with a very knowing look to, to Will as she was delivering her judgment, I can see you want to make the final, but just calm it down a bit. And it's like, you've just tainted him with the sin oh of ambition. You know exactly what that does. Underdogs, we love ambitious people who think they're going to make the final they're out next week so she Whoa. that was a that was a very knowing uh, thing she did there and I'm not sure she was trying to scup him maybe because he's rejected her womanly advances in the changing rooms surely that was a proper like sort of a gangster thing nice dancing career you've got here shame if it got smashed it's a proper piranha brothers threat obviously I'm, I'm reading a lot into this that probably isn't there but I that's why I enjoy the show so much because I get to do that again this is the kind of storylining we want to give to James yes duff Duff, 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 duff. Um, he he was up nine points on his his dance yeah. last week when he was, and obviously now I'm poorly with a cold. I can really feel for him and empathise with how difficult that must have been. Uh, but yeah, he's yeah. nine points up on last week, so he's going in the right direction. Then we move on to I think this is the week for me that Tony has turned. Um, uh, so Tony and Katya did a cha 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 to the grandstand theme tune again, proper theme tune. Yeah, proper. Thank you. Good celebrity match. Yeah, exactly. And my favourite thing about it was when Craig said it reminded him of Death Becomes Her. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> when that woman falls down the stairs and her head's facing the wrong way. Um, I, I completely agree. I think he was absolutely spot on, even though it was a very harsh thing to say. Um, it was it was stompy and artless and he has completely bottomed out in terms of his development as a dancer. There is nowhere else for him to go. And now every week... He will haplessly, clumsily, like if they make him Frankenstein next week, that would probably really yes. work. Just be his every time he turns around, he'll knock over another dancer and like knock them out of the competition. Oh, sorry, sorry. They're passing electricity through his corpse, aren't they? It's like that sort <laughs> really? of feeling. He's a week jerking. too soon. Yeah, yeah, the death becomes. I was trying to. Work, I was trying to write down what it looked like. I went. Oh, it's like claymation or something. It looks like sort of <laughs> that, uh, that thing where you're wondering that the thing is animated at all. And yeah. what I kept writing down, which is the wrong again, like you said, you were looking at looking at. Um, uh, at Karen and not at Jade. I suddenly yeah. was starting, I am just looking at what a good teacher Katya and is. And she was wearing that amazing white tennis outfit. So your yeah. eye was just drawn to her anyway as the kind of brightest spot on the screen. But all I could watch was, I went, you are astonishing. She is so talented. She's amazing. She's so, what she's doing with, with what is effectively a dead body. Um, <laughs> it was like, it's again, one of those, those routines you see on Saturday Night in Tent where someone would do a dance and it would be one person with a, a stuffed ballroom dancer. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, 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 he was the stuffed bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, I know. Yeah, it, old Bernie Clifton and his ostrich. It's got yeah. a thing where, where one of the things is inanimate and has been given <laughs> magical life by an astonishing wizard. She is a wizard with unpromising dancers. Yeah. The amount of stuff she gave him to do, because what you do normally with a shit dancer is don't give him anything to do. No. She gave him a million things to do. He got to the end without killing anybody, which is astonishing. <laughs> it was like sort of stand well back yeah. while the machine's working because yeah. you'll get your tie caught and it'll kill you. Yeah. But it's not fun to watch. It wasn't fun to watch. And I, I do feel like, I forget this happened. I think I just thought, oh, I finally softened up. It's fine to have a widow It's fine if there's because you know it's someone who's getting a little bit better every week but if you're not getting any better in fact he's considerably worse this week then it's really going to hurt when the good people start going home. And it, this week, definitely yes. was the case that the wrong Adams entirely went home. The audience is now, this is this is boating at boat face. It, it, it sort of curdles my, um, yeah. my, what does it curdle? I don't know, something, like the something marrow. that could, yes, probably. Curdles your marrow. Um, but it really, it pisses me off because um, he, he got a three from Craig, which I think was entirely fair, and a four from Shirley. Whatever the other two thought, they gave him sixes. 
it was a very low quality performance. The uh, all of his castmates were chanting his name afterwards, and it's like they've given him the the status of underdog. And now, because we're so predictable, do not feed the underdog, basically. Yeah. But, but we're going to. We're going to feed him and feed he's, him and feed him. And all these really good dancers yeah. are going to just be kicked out he's while being he gets a all the way to Blackpool waddling around like a duck. You know? Yeah, he's now like a novelty. He's a football mascot How now. things can change it's, in a it's, week, It's eh? like they've put the football mascot in goal. You go, no, yeah. no, proper goalkeeper, because the football mascot, he's got a big head. And he work. was getting better. You forget the cha-cha-cha is a dance that often yeah. draws attention to what people can't do because it's yeah. so hard. Um, this was and this was a joke. They were throwing balls at him that just completely missed. Um, there were loads of props. At one point, they just had him holding a tennis racket for a good ten seconds while they projected a tennis court onto the dance floor. It's like, come on, you know, so you've many got distractions. nothing. And that, yeah. that the only thing you can say about him, which is obviously it's a good pun, is he's a good sport. And it's not enough in week five to be in there because you're a good sport. Oh, and I think it's going to take him beyond week five as well. It's going to become the controversy of the series as per bloody usual. Fantastic. What was scores again? Um, he got a three from Craig, a six from Motsi, a four from Shirley and a six from Anton. Um, See, the sixes are too much. You can't have a sixes just because you can do one New Yorker in no. a reasonably convincing way. I he, reckon I could probably do New Yorker without any training at all. Anyway, um, after the brief and, and wonderful insertion of An- Angela Rippon into proceedings, which frankly, she should have been in it a lot more. She was also on It Takes Two this week and was absolutely outstanding. And I, it was like watching someone half her age. She's so vital. She's so gorgeous in front of the camera. I'm slightly teed off now that she's not in Strictly every week. If they could find a way to incorporate her, that would be delightful. Thank you. This week, dancing round Angela Rippon will be. And it, yeah, oh, so, so. I would love that so much. Um, so, OK, this one was a game of two halves. It was Kim and Graziano's tribute to the original Come Dancing. It was a quick step and traditional and she, she I, her costume made me want to die. It was so beautiful. Yes. She looked so lovely. Those skirts, those endless chiffon layers of netting and skirts, so lovely. But they did it to Ballroom Blitz, which is not a theme tune. No, it's not. But anyway, we, also, we knew high, what they were getting at. And also but. high risk, when you do something from Glam Rock and you go, it's BBC Celebrating 100 Years, it does remind you of mm. Top of the Pops. I know. And a particular era of Top of the Pops oh, the BBC might oh. not want to remind you of. <laughs> really high risk exercise They there. did manage to keep it away from that by styling it so traditionally. It was lovely. And by the, the inclusion of Rippon and giving them giving him a proper introduction with the full the full works. I um, felt, I felt that, because that, that, they had good quick step energy, but... The problem was Dave Arch was so excited mm. at playing the guitar on Ballroom Blitz that that band <laughs> were going twice as fast as they were. Because <laughs> Ballroom Blitz is great fun to play. And you got but, the finish. But it was... has got to be quick for a quick step. Yeah, but I felt that the band was showing up their energy because the band was so just <laughs> wired. They're on Prelude and yeah. it was amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were like the Beatles in Hamburg. <laughs> uh, and I felt that it made their dance look sluggish compared to how fast the band did was Do you going. think so? Okay, so this is, this is one of those things where I think I did watch because I watched in a different room. I watched a different show this week this was my dance of the night by about 100 million miles it was really good um i loved the way she looked i loved the way they danced together i thought her footwork was work was amazing considering how fast it was going um the shape she made were beautiful it felt like i'd gone back in time except if you you know if you just couldn't quite hear the music um it was it was my favorite thing to watch absolutely without question and then the judges came down really quite hard on her and they said that her hold wasn't good and it was kind of loose and um, yes this is Shirley's other bitchy bitchy comment at the night where she made something about I think maybe stamina was a problem tonight was it like basically you're out of breath love all right fat stuff like you can't keep you can't keep up with the pace like she totally did keep up 
She's going to push her down the stairs like in Showgirls. I decide, I, it's I, going to be amazing. I don't know who she's going to go for, but she's going to go for someone because she's been quite... She called it her, her frame loosey-goosey. She was really trying to use the most like hurtful words tonight, and I don't really know why. Mean shirt. Tonight, I did it again, sorry. Mean shirt. Um, she was mean. I don't know where it came from. Um, uh, I Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, she said thanks to the memory because the, the first time she was ever on Come Dancing was like in the 1980s and she was like a teenager or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, Motsi said it was like uh, she was a ray of sunshine. She was beautiful. Um, but she also did say that the hold was a little bit loose. Um, and Anton said her footwork was great, but he'd noticed some self-doubt creeping in. I didn't think so. Craig didn't think so either. He said she looked confident, but that her frame needed work. Um, but she did fly around the floor, which is what you've got to do with a quick step. Um, I just absolutely adored it. They Craig gave a seven, Motsi a seven, Shirley a six. And everyone kind of went, that. what? They're better than that. Um, and Anton a seven. So, yeah, she got sevens. Um, I think she deserved a lot more. Yeah. I'm really, I'm, although I really, really regret who was in the dance off. I'm so glad Kim wasn't because she did not deserve to be. Yeah. I, um, I, that was I, a great I'd, dance. I feel really bad watching Kim go home early because I think that she is, she's a classic uh in the last of her semi or quarter final in any old series of totally. Strictly, she's a she's exactly the dream. She's a TV presenter who can dance. It's yeah, great. I, I think she's terrific. I think, yeah, she she makes it look to me almost as easy as Hamza makes it yeah. look, and I don't understand how they're marking her so low when they're marking him so high. You want to really rate the people who make it a pleasure to watch because it's an entertainment show. Who do I enjoy watching? I really enjoy watching Kim me every too. week. She's good. Love her. So we finished up the night on Saturday with Helen and Hamza sharing the top of the leaderboard. Um, Tony was way down at the bottom, I think almost 10 points adrift from his nearest person, which was James. And I assumed that at least James would be in the bottom two and therefore would probably go because he's not as good as some of the others. Yeah. Um, and obviously the dance-off, it does this sometimes, completely surprised me. Um, Jade was in the bottom two. With, and Dave Arch. With Dave Arch, <laughs> no, which is shocking. Really shocking. So no, Claudia tried to offer to take his place. She wept, she keened. It was the most uh, unexpected dance-off <laughs> ever. No, no, sorry. It was Jade and... It was Jade and Molly. Yeah. Which was a real shocker. But like you said, I think the whole stage school thing didn't necessarily make people warm to her. The slight, Even though she's great, the slightly underwhelming choreography um, of the of the couple's choice, it should have been her big showcase. Yeah. Also didn't do her any favours. Anyway, for whatever reason, two really good performers in the bottom two. And I think, obviously, I'm sure the minute Jade found out who she was dancing off with, uh, yeah. it was all over. And she had to start turning that ship around of, I'm on Strictly to, I'm, I'm about to not be on Strictly. Um, which must be really hard to do when you've like you've dreamed of being yeah, on it yeah. since you were a child. Um, yeah, I was really sad to see Jade go. It was inevitable once it was Molly who was competing against her. Um, I hate these. You always get these, the the dance-offs that should never be. Yeah. Because of the stupid boat-faced boat British public, they're inevitable because we'll always go, oh, it'll be right laugh to vote for Tony, even though he's shit. Um, I think we've reached that point now where I wish that the, the, the United Kingdom would understand how that's not that funny anymore when some really good people have to start leaving. Oh, no. Oh, I'm, that, have I bleached you out? That was really political. You look really like sad. That. Basically making me think of like Brexit and things. Oh, it's really horrible. I didn't <laughs> want to think sorry. of that. That's the whole point of Strictly is that we forget about voting and problems with voting and problems with the public. We stop Still, thinking about that. On the bright stop side, it. that funny man, Boris Johnson's coming back. So that'll be a right laugh. Or he'll be in the dance off next week. That'd <laughs> yeah. be good. I'd like that. Is he, what's he going to do? <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, I just I got a little bit distressed there. Back to the dancing. It's fine. Keep staring at the dancers. They are the uh, spangly distraction from all bad things. I know. At least we've got circuses. Come we've, on. Exactly, because we can look forward to Halloween next Yay! week, which will be which is usually fifty um, percent great, fifty percent terrible, and someone always goes out looking like an absolute twerp. <gasps> yes, brilliant. Someone so going out dressed as a crab. Someone going out dressed as a crab. Someone sad dressed as a crab. <laughs> a sad crab. Sad we can look crab. forward to at least one sad crab. <laughs> next week (laughs) but until then uh, come and find us we're on Twitter (laughs) at Curse of Strictly thank you for listening sorry if I've been a bit of a grumpy girl this week I am quite snotty and I want to go back to bed Joel literally woke me up from a nap to do this and now I'm going back there Um, I love you all thank you for listening and we will see you next week but in the meantime don't don't stop dancing achoo deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.